Hello and welcome to another episode of It Starts With Beer. I'm your host, Will Sis. And, you know, with everything that's going on in the world right now, uh, beer seems to be way, way, way down on the list. The coronavirus is spreading all over the world, and it's bigger than beer. But, look, this is my avenue, this is my way of speaking to the world through the lens of beer, and so that's what we're going to talk about anyway. Um, I'm not going to do a comprehensive commentary on the impact on the beer industry. I am very busy in my personal life, which I will get to at the end, near the end of this episode, so stay tuned. Intriguing. Um, But, uh, you know, I'm still very interested in it. I did write the obligatory coronavirus column that should be coming out this Friday in the Republican American. And um, while I didn't, you know, really look and do all the research that I should have, uh, I certainly, you know, found my focus, which was the joys of drinking alone. (gasps) There are plenty of joys uh, when it comes to that topic. And so, um, you know, what what are the joys of drinking alone? Well, there are many. Uh, you can focus on the beer, and you don't have to justify what you're drinking, and you don't have to re- to uh, review or compare what you're drinking uh, to anybody else. So that's those are just some of the many joys of drinking alone. Um, but one of the things that I ended up focusing on is uh, what drinking alone is not. Huh? And it's not, in my opinion, a cry for help. And as I note in the column, drinking alone at a bar can open you up to some safety issues. And uh, relying on alcohol, obviously, uh, uh, you know, to the point where you you just can't wait till someone is going to ask you to go out. You're going to drink obsessively. That could be a problem. But... Basically, drinking alone is fine, and in many ways, it's preferable. Mm-hmm. But let's take a look at this dilemma that the world is in, this tragedy, potentially. Uh, I can only offer a snapshot, you know, this just this moment in time. We might wake up next week or next month and say, all is well, but I really doubt it. So, you know, obviously, this is tough on small businesses, in general, not just breweries. And, uh, you know, breweries really make something that is (laughs) non-essential, which makes it especially tough. But even though it's not essential, it certainly is part of a lifestyle. And this beer is certainly, you know, people are not going to stop drinking beer just because they're not supposed to gather in groups of 10 or more. Um, Michael Kaiser of good beer hunting uh, put out a tweet recently that said this is going to be a hard reset for the entire industry and I don't know um, really that really depends I think you know if you're a newish brewery and you aren't even paying employees you, you just have a lot of goodwill going on a lot of family members you know that's lousy but it might actually be a plus for them since they don't you know have that um, See, I have that kind of uh, uh, item to budget. 
And it really might come down to just breweries that have saved up and that have a rainy day fund. If if you've opened up you know, under the pure assumption that your product is so good and beer is so hot now, especially, well, in Connecticut, among other places, um, you know, certainly in for, for a rude awakening. That's for sure. Um, people still have to pay their leases, and it'll be interesting uh, to see what kind of stimulus package the U.S. is going to offer, whether that's going to benefit breweries. Uh, one thing I do know is when this is over, folks are going to start streaming back in, um, but uh, it's only if they don't go broke themselves first. I was taking a look at the Brewers Association website, and uh, they have a chief economist, Bart Watson. Very interesting. And, uh, you know, the Brewers Association represents the interests of independent brewers, but Bart writes in terms of this this economic, potential economic issue for breweries in the era of coronavirus. He says it's hard to measure these types of big and fractured events in real time, but we're getting a picture from some data providers. Open Table, a leading restaurant reservation website, is posting daily year-over-year reservation data on their site. So that's place to take a look at in case you're interested. And he says that the numbers aren't pretty. As of March 14th, reservations in the cities uh, that are showing range, uh, that they're showing range from down 22% in Honolulu to down 64% in New York and Boston, and that every city significantly is down. Uh, whereas many were up just a few weeks ago. Um, how does this relate to breweries? Well, it says um, seated dining isn't going to a brewery for a pint, so things may be better for some brewers, but even if you're not in a state currently with mandatory closings, I'd prepare for those types of drops in your business. Um, Bart Watson continues and says... Uh, I'd also prepare for the eventuality that you may be forced to close for a period of weeks. When those states that have seen mandatory closings come out of those closings, it may be to numbers that look like these. And so, you know, really this this is really going to affect the businesses. And I'm wondering, I think, you know, the, the, the big question is, are, what's it going to look like on the other side? Are we going to act as if a virus could happen at any time, which we probably should, uh, or are we just going to ignore all that and try to go back to the way it was and just kind of pretend that that was just a little blip on the radar? I, I, I don't think so. I think we're probably going to discover some amazing you know, things along the way. Uh, certainly, some innovations are going to come out of this. That's the only positive uh, angle I can take. Uh, so here's the personal news. Uh, I'm a father for the first time. Uh, my daughter was born on February 20th, and needless to say, I haven't slept well since. I haven't uh, been putting together podcasts, and that's one of the big reasons why. So I'm really excited. Uh, it's, it's a lot of work. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of work, but it's going to be amazing. And I'm really excited to um, 
see my life in a whole new way uh, through her eyes and, um, you know, certainly my perspective on pretty much everything has changed. So uh, more on that, I'm sure. So to end, uh, let me quote myself. Uh, uh, this comes from my upcoming Republican American column, which is coming out this Friday. And that would be Friday the 20th of March. It says, uh, folks scoffing at warnings in hitting the town are, as of this writing, generally belittled. The ego of the young and the distrust of the old clash with those in all age brackets who are wielding their abundance of caution by staying home and letting everybody know about it via their social media streams of choice. Whether your craving for beer causes you to mingle with friends or stock up on Sixers at home is a personal decision and will experience the impact of your choices, I'm sure. So, can't uh, end on a positive note right now, but, uh, you know, just, hey, let's, let's stay safe, everybody. Enjoy your beers at a casual and uh, at a, uh, a safe distance. Uh, talk to you next time.